Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, you are tuned in to the Lone Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my main man, JC. John Coleman. Yo, what's poppin'? JC, we are under a tight time crunch. I know. And you came up with with a suggestion Mm -hmm. that I thought at first, there's no way in hell our audience is going to want to hear this. Right. Then I started thinking a little bit more through it. That was my knee-jerk reaction. Yeah. I was like, you know what, JC, he's a smart guy. He's got that marketing degree from University of Tampa. Yeah. This dude's an Emmy Award-winning content Content. producer. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Maybe he's on to something. Yeah. So we're getting ready to lay down an episode. Mm -hmm. It will be our shortest episode ever. Wow, meaning the longest, but okay. It's going to look like the content we have on our website. That's true. Which, if you like the content we're pushing out, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Mm -hmm. check out theloneofficerpodcast.com. If that's too much for you to type up into your search bar, TLOP online. TLOP, T-L-O-P online.com. TLOP is because affectionately our fans, fans. and our friends, friends refer to us as TLOP. T-Loppers. My wife actually suggested that when I get my brand new UCF license plate, oh, yeah? that I get it personalized with TLOP. It, yo, if you do, Please. I can't do it, John. Why? I can't do it. I can't be that guy. No, yes, you can. Please. Uh, oh, my. Michelle, uh, that is an amazing suggestion. All time. All time. Wow. Okay. Well, maybe we'll let the audience decide. Oh right now, the DMV tells me I have to wait 30 days for all the paperwork to process for my new vehicle purchase. Mm. But, yes, it's it's being considered. T-Lop CEO. All right. So, we're short on time. You had the suggestion. Right. What's your suggestion? Uh, Can you talk about just the various types of loan products out there and explain them? Yes, I can. And what was your inspiration behind this, John? Well, it was a comment that our previous guest, shout out John O'Leary, had. He listened to one of our episodes, and he said he got a lot of good nuggets out of it. So, I thought, hey, why don't we bring it back to the basics and just talk about entry-level stuff? What are the different products that loan originators will uh, supply to their clients? Yeah, so look, for our mega producers out there, the Kayla Sharps of the mm-hmm. world, the Molly Nadus, the Andy Burtons, mm-hmm. the Kevin Murphys and Mike Williamses, <coughs> I have good news for y'all. You should know this. You can take this episode off, right? You do not need to tune in. Right. But you may have some realtor partners ah. who need to tune in. Okay. You very well have some mortgage borrowers mm-hmm. who need to tune in. Mm-hmm. So this episode... It's still everything you should have learned in high school but didn't. Right. It's for anyone who is looking to buy a home, owns a home, or sells real estate for a living, mm-hmm. or people who are interested in careers in the mortgage industry, right. but maybe they don't know or understand the home loan options. Right. That's your suggestion. Right. I'm going to listen to you, John, okay. and we're going to roll with it. Cool. Any particular place you want to start? Basic, entry level, hey, what's the most frequently suggested or referred what's the most basic loan product out there? the most basic loan product is a conforming also known as conventional 30-year fixed mortgage these are loans that are typically being delivered to fannie mae and freddie mac you can never get a loan from fannie mae or freddie mac but your lender or your bank will definitely originate and fund your loan and then they sell the loan to fannie mae and freddie mac Fannie and Freddie then securitize it and turn it into a bond, at which point investors invest in that bond. Mm -hmm. It's a loan product or program that's going to require someone to have a minimum credit score of at least 620. Mm -hmm. They're going to have very specific underwriting guidelines and rules on how we document the income, the assets, 
what the person's debt to income ratio is, as well as um, the maximum loan size. Mm. So it's a 30 year fixed mortgage, conventional, also known as conforming. You also hear people call it a Fannie Mae or a Freddie Mac. It's kind of all synonymous. That's okay. the most common. Gotcha. But if you're buying a $2 million property and you're only putting half a million dollars down, you're not going to use this program mm. because that's now considered non-conforming because you have exceeded the maximum loan size that Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac will allow. Gotcha. And Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac care a lot about your debt to income ratio as well as your loan to value. How much money are you putting down? Typically, if you're a first time home buyer and you're eligible, you could put as little as 3% down or you're gonna have to put 5% down. Maybe it's 10 because you, your debt to income ratio is too high or maybe you're buying a second home or an investment property at which point you're probably putting 20 to 25% down. Gotcha. That is the most common. You can also get a conforming loan that is a 15-year fixed. Mm. You can also get a conforming loan that's a 20-year fixed. But the most common is a 30-year fixed. The same underwriting rules and regulations and maximum loan sizes and debt-to-income ratio requirements will still apply whether your loan's 15 years, 20, oh, okay. or 30. The difference is how quickly do you pay us back? Are you paying us back based on a 30-year repayment, a 20-year repayment, or a 15-year repayment? Mm. By the way, little side note, very few people have the same mortgage for 30 years. Typically, when you're financing a home, you understand that you're gonna have this home or that particular loan for anywhere between five to eight years. Mm. Just side note. Mm. All right, the second most popular is the FHA loan. Okay. FHA is a loan product that, gosh, has been around since the 1930s. It mm. um, came from HUD, the Department of Housing and Urban Development. A lot of people think an FHA loan is only for first-time homebuyers. No, but it is a fantastic product for a lot of first-time homebuyers. It, too, is a 30-year fixed mortgage, or you could get a 15-year fixed FHA loan. Most, though, will get a 30-year because they like the lower payment. Mm. FHA loans require a 3.5% down payment. FHA loans also have a maximum loan size that will differ from market to market. So... The maximum loan size in Orlando, Florida mm -hmm. would be different than the maximum loan size in Miami, Florida, which would be different than the maximum loan size in Los Angeles, California. Right. An FHA loan is only for somebody looking to buy a primary home, period, end of story. You are not going to use an FHA loan to go purchase a second home, and you're not going to use an FHA loan to purchase an investment property. Mm you are gonna use an FHA loan to purchase a primary home. Now, it could be a townhome, could be a condo, it could be a manufactured home, it could be a duplex, triplex, or quadruplex. Mm. All of those types of properties, as long as the borrower, the person who is borrowing the money, as long as the borrower is going to occupy the home as their primary residence, you can, meaning you're eligible, to use an FHA loan. What does FHA stand for? Just the Federal Housing yeah. Administration. Gotcha. Why'd okay. you put me in the spot like that? I don't know, because I was trying to think of what it meant, and I couldn't remember either. Yes. Yes. There you go. Yeah. I, and I probably got that wrong. Yeah. Federal Housing Authority? No, I think it's administration. Okay, okay. I, I'm pretty pretty confident in that one. <laughs> okay. I should know this. Um, okay. The third mm -hmm. is a VA loan. Your favorite. It is my favorite loan product. You've known me now for two and a half years, <laughs> John, and you know this. I love my veterans. I love my active duty military. Like, true story, little insight into my world at 18 i went down to the marine recruiting 
station. I tried to enroll into their reservist. I was medically um, not eligible. Mm. At 20, I tried again, hoping, you know, hey, try again. Yeah. You know, it's always a, it, it's always a no if you don't ask. Right. And yeah, I still was medically um, not eligible. So then I graduate from college. I'm like, well, now I have a degree. They have to let me in. Yo. Nope. Still medically not eligible. They didn't like the fact that I have 10 metal screws in my jawbone. I've oh. had them there since I was 14 years old. I thought it was your 40-yard dash time. <laughs> Aren't you funny? Uh, gosh, if you're really going to get into to my personal life, I was so slow that Coach McCullough, shout out Bob McCullough shout from Lyman Bob. High School, Bullet Bob. Bullet Bob. He used to give me shit and my best friend Jason shit mm-hmm. for how slow we ran. Now, in baseball, you run, run the 60. In football, you run the 40. Right. By the way, I ran a 499 my senior Whoa. year with my shoes off, however. Of course. Um, but uh, we were so slow that he gave us the Sundial Award. Yeah, meaning you're yeah, so, so slow, slow that we can. Wow, yeah, you don't need to. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to stop watching. Okay. Okay. I'd explain it to some of the viewers on YouTube. <laughs> right. Yeah. I know the listeners on Spotify, they got <laughs> they this. They got this. Yeah. yeah. YouTube and. Well, no. But, yeah. They may need the joke explained. <laughs> right. Um, no. So, VA, mm-hmm. it's for active duty, military, or qualified veterans. Okay. Okay. Just know that. Right. So, if your mom was, a, was in the military, but you weren't, mm-hmm. you ain't doing a VA loan. Right. Right. Like, it, it is for. Those that served, it's not like you hear some of these like military credit unions, like, well, you can yeah. become a member or anyone who's a distant relative. Right. No, this is for the active duty or for the um, the, the actual qualified veterans. Because okay. not every veteran qualified if you were dishonorably discharged, uh, if you didn't, maybe you're a reservist and you weren't a reservist for a long enough period of time. Um, I was going to say, is there like a baseline, like you have to be enlisted for like three months before you can apply for the VA that, Yes, there is. And it's longer than three months. Okay. Yep. Yeah. It's just know that you have to be eligible. Gotcha. You, when you're ready, you'll reach out to a competent, qualified mortgage loan originator and collectively that loan originator can help you pull your certificate of eligibility, which uh, is going to be required. Right. That'll let you know whether or not you, you, you qualify. Right. But here's what people need to know. VA loans are also 30-year fixed mortgages. So you can't just say, oh, I want a 30-year fix. Well, well, it depends. Do you want a VA? Do you want an FHA? Do you want a conventional conforming? Like, okay. what type of 30-year fixed? What I love about a VA home loan, it's 0% down. What? It's 100% financing. Mm. And it has this special feature. Many loans, FHA and conforming conventional loans, if you're not putting 20% down, you typically have to pay something called PMI, PMI. yes, or private mortgage insurance. Basically, an insurance that protects the lender against you going into default. Right. VA loans, there is no monthly mortgage insurance. What? So it's 100% financing, no monthly mortgage insurance on a 30-year fixed mortgage. What I also love about VA home loans, they are very flexible when it comes to credit qualifying. Mm. Right, The conforming loans that we talked about first, mm-hmm. that's more rigid. They have a minimum credit score of, of 620. They have more restrictive requirements when it comes to debt income ratios. FHA loans, the benefit of them is they are less restrictive, right? They may go down to a 585 credit score. Okay. They may allow for a higher debt income ratio. They might not mind if someone's had some previous credit blemishes. Conforming, they're going to mind a little bit more about the previous credit blemishes. VA is the most relaxed. Now, they still want you to have good credit. They still need you to have a good job. And a, a more importantly, a job that's stable with provable income. Mm-hmm. You still have to be able to cover your closing costs. Like these are some misconceptions with VA home loans. 
a lot of veterans think, well, I'm a veteran. I get a home loan. I'm like, well, you still have to qualify. Like, yes, you're a veteran and yes, you are eligible because you served our country. But if you don't have a job, if you don't have income, if your credit is terrible because you mismanage your, your bill pay, I'm not going to do a loan for you. Mm -hmm. Like we still have to underwrite. We still have to be able to prove that you have the means to pay this loan every month and pay it on time to where we can get paid back. What the Department of Veteran Affairs, that's where VA comes from, what they do is they just tell mortgage companies and banks, hey, look, if you do a loan for one of our people, mm -hmm. a veteran, active duty, and you follow our guidelines, we will insure it against default. Oh. That's what's really happening behind the scenes. The Department of Veteran Affairs, they're not lending you money. Your bank or credit union is lending that money. The Department of Veteran Affairs is coming in and they're saying, hey, look, mm. what we'll do is protect the bank and lender if one of our people goes in default. We'll come in and help make that bank whole. Gotcha. Yeah. We'll help you cover your loss. Right. So the bank or lender still has to make sure that you're going to qualify. And the VA has guidelines that we have to follow, right? You have to have residual income, mm. right? You have to be able to prove the ability to pay us back. Right. Even though that credit box is wider right. than what it would be on a, on a conforming. Something about a VA home loan, just like with an FHA home loan, it's only for people buying a primary home. So you're not going to use your mm -hmm. VA benefits to go take out a VA home loan to buy an investment property or to buy that beach condo. Mm -hmm. You can use a VA loan on a condo or on a townhome or on a single family as home. As long as it's your primary. But it has to be your primary home. Yeah, so I've come up with this little rule of thumb. If it ends in A, then it's for a primary home. F-H-A, V-A. The another one is U-S-D-A, mm -hmm. United States Department of Agriculture. This is a very unique loan product for someone looking to buy a primary home. If you meet their income requirements, because by the way, FHA and VA don't have income requirements, meaning you, know, you can make a million dollars a year and still take out a VA home loan and take out mm. an FHA home loan. Okay. A USDA loan does have income requirements. If you make too much money, you're not going to be eligible mm. for this product. And they also have geographic restrictions. If the home isn't in a rural area, which they have a map, you can Google mm -hmm. USDA eligibility map, mm -hmm. um, it, then you can't utilize a USDA loan. Gotcha. But a USDA loan is 100% financing. Mm. And it ends in A, which means it's for what type of borrowers? First time. I mean, uh, primary, primary home. Primary. Yep. primary homes. Yep. Neither FHA, neither VA or USDA have a stipulation that you have to be a first-time home buyer. Mm. Uh, but USDA does have geographic restrictions. You must be buying a home in a rural area and they also have income restrictions. So if you're, if your household makes too much money, mm -hmm. then you're not eligible for a USDA. Loan. Why would that product be introduced to USDA specifically? Was it to cater to a certain kind of customer? Yeah. Uh, yes. I mean, at some point when the government steps into housing and they step into housing finance, what they're trying to do is help the underserved, uh. right? Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac have made a conscious effort to get out of it, of helping investors buy rental properties. Right. And they've made a conscious effort to get out of the business of helping John and his wife become um, Airbnb <laughs> millionaires, right. right? Like, so you've seen the pricing of those loans, mm -hmm. the interest rates and the amount of discount points you have to pay right. skyrocket just over the past year because FHA, just like VA, just like USDA, those are government agencies. And Fannie and Freddie are quasi-government agencies. Right. So what we're trying to do is help the underserved, gotcha. right? The private market should be able to come in 
Like we we had John O'Leary on. Like mm -hmm. he's part of the private market. Gotcha. Okay. The private market should be able to come in and help investors. Mm -hmm. The private market should be able to come in and help someone trying to buy that beach condo so they can use it four weeks out of the year, but then also VRBO it or yeah. short-term rental it, you okay. know? Yeah, right. Yep. So a USDA loan, 100% financing for somebody looking to buy a primary home, but it's going to have geographic restrictions. Um, and it's also going to have income restrictions. Right. We know about a VA home loan. What I love about a VA home loan besides 100% financing and no monthly mortgage insurance, they recently, recently the past few years, we can do million dollar home purchases, hundred percent financing wow. that used to never be the case. Like when I got in the business back in 2004, right. no, if you went above back then a $417,000 loan size, the veteran had to start putting money down oh, okay. like just a small percentage, 5%, 11%, somewhere right. around there. But when the Tidewater act, um, not Tidewater, you don't want a Tidewater act on a VA loan. Um, I think it's called Blue Water. The Blue Water Act was passed. Okay. Then uh, it basically re reduced those restrictions when it comes to um, the maximum loan amount when you're at 100% loan to value. That's just a little like side note. Right. And I think a lot of veterans don't understand this. You can use your VA benefits multiple times. Mm -hmm. Multiple times. So you can use a VA home loan to buy your first home, sell that home, and use your VA home loan to buy oh, your next right. home. Right. You could use a VA home loan to buy your first home, keep that home and rent it because maybe you're house hacking. Yeah. And depending on your eligibility, this is when you have to get with your loan officer and pull a certificate of eligibility called a COE. You could potentially go and obtain a second home loan and use VA financing. What? It is possible. A lot of veterans don't know that. A lot of veterans think, oh, I've already used my VA once. I can't use it again. I'm like, nope, that's not true. Wow. Or they may say, oh, I still have a VA home loan on my on my rental property because I bought it originally mm -hmm. to be my primary. Then I, I rented it. That's totally allowed. So I probably don't qualify for another VA home loan. I'm like, well, it depends. Let's see what type of eligibility you have. And then you have to do a mathematical right. formula, figure out the sales price of the home they're buying, et cetera, et cetera. But that's a VA home loan. So we've taught conventional conforming, mm -hmm. FHA, VA, USDA. Mm -hmm. That is 95% of every loan being originated. Really? Yes, 95%. Now, the, the next in line would just be your standard jumbo loan, jumbo. like standard traditional. Okay. Um, what does that mean? Jumbo means something where the loan size exceeds what Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac have posted is their maximum loan amount, right? Yeah. right? In certain areas, it changes. So like if Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac's maximum loan size is 650,000, it's going to go to 710,000. That's the rumor mill, by the way. Mm. You heard it here first. <laughs> um, if you're trying to buy a $1.5 million house and you're putting your 20% down, right? You're putting down 300 grand, Damn. you're financing 1.2 million. Well, you don't qualify for an FHA loan. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're not a veteran, so I can't do a VA loan. You sure as hell don't qualify for a USDA loan and your loan size is exceeds the maximum mm -hmm. conforming loan, loan limit. Then you are what we call a non-conforming jumbo loan. You can still obtain a 30 year fixed mortgage a 15 year fixed mortgage or what we're doing a lot of right now are what are called arms, adjustable rate mortgages. And we've done a whole entire episode on arms, mm -hmm. right? In fact, go on YouTube on our YouTube channel and search arms aren't evil. Yeah. It's a phenomenal episode. John and I did over a year ago yeah. um, where we just do a deep dive into what is an arm. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to spend too much time on this. Plus we're probably getting ready to run out of time, right. 
but just know that arms are available. You can do a conforming conventional arm. Mm. That's where your rate would be fixed in for a period of time, five years, seven years, 10 years, typically. After that, your rate adjusts every year. Mm. Adjust means it can go up or down, or it can stay the same. Only one of those those is bad. bad. There you go. And typically those payments are still amortized or calculated over a 30 year period of time. Okay. It's just your interest rate was only fixed for five, seven or 10 years. For most people, that's all they needed because statistically, they're either gonna sell the home, pay off the loan or refinance into a new loan within five to seven years. So if they could obtain a cheaper interest rate today, then that's all they care about, understanding they're gonna have the home sold, the loan refinanced or the loan paid off in general. So we do a lot of jumbo loans on arms. It gives a cheaper rate typically, typically. Now it's all based on market conditions and what what is the market Mm -hmm. doing but typically you could get a cheaper interest rate on a seven year arm, meaning your rates only fixed for seven years, than you would a 30 year fixed. When you're talking about a million dollar loan, well, a quarter percent or a half a percent is a lot of money. So a more affluent and more savvy home buyer may choose to do an arm. So when I throw in jumbo loans into that mix, that basically encompasses 98% of every loan being originated in today's market for the past decade. Is either going to be a conventional conforming, FHA, VA, USDA, or some form of just a non-conforming jumbo loan. Now, after that, John, there's a plethora of unique, Mm. quote-unquote, creative financing, Mm quote-unquote. The two most popular right now are bank statement loans and DSCR. So DS, debt service coverage ratio and 30 seconds or less a bank statement loan basically is where the the home buyer says i cannot qualify traditionally by having you look at my tax returns or my pay stubs usually it's someone who's self-employed let me submit to you one or two years worth of bank statements and let you count up all of my deposits and use all of those deposits as a way of coming up with an income to help me qualify that makes sense a lot of times these products you aren't on a 30-year fixed mortgage. And a lot of times they're riskier, therefore the interest rates are higher. The borrowing terms are less attractive. Mm-hmm. The second one I mentioned that's the most popular is the debt ser- service coverage ratio, DSCR. Mm-hmm. That's where essentially you're buying a property for rental purposes. Instead of me qualifying you the traditional way, which is I have to qualify you based on your income, your assets, What's your debt to income ratio? How much money you're putting down? Your credit history, et cetera. All I care about is as long as you put down enough money, usually 20%, does the rent offset the mortgage payment, right? Does the debt serviced get covered by the rent? Yeah, it makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So those are two very popular products, but within that 2%, we could talk about wealth builder loans and bond loans and down payment assistance so that's and Genoa okay. and I-10 and foreign national and condo tell. I mean, there is a plethora of unique, fancy, creative loans. But consumers, home buyers, their real estate agents and the lenders that lend them money, I will tell you, understand, know. Mm-hmm. inside and out, like you need to know the five that we mentioned, because that's 98% of every loan that's being originated. If you want to get creative, you want to get fancy, maybe learn something about a DSCR loan, 
know the benefits of a bank statement loan yeah. and rock and roll. I have a question. How are we on time? Because this will be the last question. Last question. Can you explain at a high level the difference between qualifying and being eligible? Yeah, so quickly, being eligible means, example, hey, you need a 620 credit score for a conventional conforming loan. Okay. Just because you have a 620 credit score does not mean you're going to get a loan. I still have to make sure that you have the proper debt to income ratio. I still need to make sure you have the proper down payment. Uh, I still need to make sure that um, you have stability in your job. Like there's still other underwriting requirements, right? So someone may say, well, I took the first time home buyer class, so I'm approved for down payment assistance. And it's like, no, you took the class, you're eligible for this down payment assistance, but I still have to qualify you. Gotcha. Eligibility is like you're admitted into the club it doesn't mean someone's going to buy you a, a a drink or ask you to dance right you just got let in right it just means you're allowed to come uh, okay yeah okay so like yeah and there's a distinct difference so when someone when you hear the word eligible do not think that you're getting a loan it just means that you're allowed in mm. there's still some work to do gotcha awesome john this was a great topic i hopefully I didn't bore some of our hardcore fans with some minutia basics. Good refresher. If I did, then you know what? Here's my challenge to you. Use this content to educate your borrowers, to educate your realtor partners. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes using third-party validation is the best sales tip and trick you could use. It's one thing for you to say it, but it's another thing when they hear me or someone like me say it. Thanks. Realtors. I hope you got something out of this. Share this with your home buyers. Mm -hmm. Use this in some of your trainings that are coming up. Right. Cut it up into pieces and use it for your own social media content as a way to drum up potential home buyers and home sellers. In consumers, potential home buyers, I hope you learned something. If you want to learn more, connect with me. I'm on LinkedIn. My first name is Dustin. My last name is Owen. Mm -hmm. I am would like to believe I'm pretty accessible. Right. John and I have our website. We talked about it before, theloanofficerpodcast.com, tloponline.com. We have so much content, not just for mortgage professionals, mm -hmm. also for consumers. Yes. Like, I think we have a section that says for, for consumers. consumers. Yeah. Yes. Um, if there's ever anything that you need from us, reach out to us. Yeah. We're on Instagram. I said LinkedIn. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Yes. But that's all we, the time we have for you today. His name is John Coleman. My name is Justin Owen. And you have tuned in to the Lone Officer Podcast. That is all the time we have for you today, but we will catch you on the next episode.